In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you paying it forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here today. I hope everybody had a wonderful, productive week. And today's guest is going to be a lot of fun. It is actually a fellow host. So before I introduce our wonderful guest for today, I'd like to start the show off with my business tip of the week. So this might sound like something that is... um, Something that you would just think every single business owner does. What I'd like to suggest is every business owner should have one notebook on their desk. Now, this is something that I have started since the beginning of this year. I know it's something I probably should have been doing for years, but you know how many t- how many times does a phone ring and you sit down and you start jotting down information on a post-it or on a notepad and then next thing you know you're trying to find that piece of paper what I decided at the beginning of the year was I was going to get a nice fancy um, notebook and just put the date at the top and every night before I shut down my office I make sure that I have the top three things that I want to accomplish on the next business day. So no matter what else happens, I know that I will accomplish those three things. But I can't tell you the amount of time it has saved me now that I use my one notebook and I can find everything right there in one place. So that's my business tip of the week. I hope everybody out there is not laughing at me because I should have been doing this years ago. But uh, this is all in my effort to work if efficiently, as efficiently as I possibly can, and to bring my business to the next level. So with that, today is going to be an incredible show. I have a fellow host, Allie Lupreet, who will be my guest today. And Allie is a host um, here right on the Toginet radio station, and the name of her show is This Little Parent Stayed Home. Allie is an amazing person, and today we are going to talk about lots of things. She is a guru as far as social media goes, and my past three shows have been all about social media and working efficiently. And Allie is actually going to talk about the Spark and Hustle conference that I am very excited that I personally will be attending starting tomorrow right here in New York. So with that, I'd like to introduce and welcome Allie to Paying It Forward. Good morning. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Good morning. I'm just waking up. 
<laughs> I feel so bad, Allie. But I have lots of guests on my show from California, and they do get up at the crack of dawn for me. So I and appreciate that's that. I, I'm, I'm completely envious of all of them because I think I'm just, just not a morning person, but I have, I have my shot of coffee. I was like, I'm doing this for Josephine because you are one of my favorite uh, togi chicks. You're my favorite fellow host. And I was like, of course, I've got to do this. <laughs> I can't wait to talk with you and talk with your audience. Yeah, I'm so excited because I know that you know what's going on here in the Jirasi household. I am trying to organize my kids, my house, and my business so I can actually pack up and go into Manhattan tomorrow with a clear head and I can sit down and focus and enjoy my conference tomorrow. Yeah, you know, it's so interesting about it. I went through when I went into the, the Spark and Hustle conference in Los Angeles. So uh, it was already a, a month ago for me, um, and it was the same way. And it's interesting because I said to Tori Johnson, it's her conference. Tori Johnson's on Good Morning America, and I had said to her at the end of the conference, when everybody's emotional and excited and can, they can't <laughs> wait to put everything that they've just learned into practice, and and everybody, you know, everyone's crying. It's this big hormonal women fest of everyone just going. I love you at the very end. You'll see. Um, but right when that happened, I looked at Tori and I said, can you believe I actually almost didn't want to come? And she said, why? And I said, because things like this are usually not worth it for me. I have young children. I have a husband who works very hard and who works very late and and getting a hotel and, and, and finding arrangements. You know, it, it's usually not worth it to me. And I... I was sort of treating it like that in the beginning, um, and I've been to so many different conferences that are that are great. They're all great. They're all opportunities to meet people. They're all opportunities to learn. But there's been several times where I've come home going, "Ah, eh, it just wasn't worth it for me because of my young children and because of what yeah. it took for me to get myself there." I promise you, Josephine, <laughs> this is worth it. This one is the one that is absolutely worth everything that you're going through. Just I- wait. I'm so excited for you. I'm so happy that you're saying this, Allie, but I am, I have one huge dilemma. And my question to you is, you know, in the evening they have those events. So everybody breaks up and they go and they have dinner on their own. And then the events are from eight to 10. So my dilemma is now I am one hour away from Manhattan. I live an hour outside of uh, the city. I live on Long Island. Uh-huh. And um, of all things, Allie, I am the den leader to 15 very excited tiger cubs. And <laughs> That's great. The one event of the year that is like the highlight of being a Cub Scout is their very first Pinewood Derby. And this has been planned for a really long time. And here I am. I've I started making plans for this conference three weeks ago, and, um, you know, I have to line up the babysitter, the the driver, believe it or not, to get my daughter back and forth to school because my mother will be stationed in the house. There's a lot of coordinating that has to go on. The other, about a week ago, last Friday, I woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm staring at the ceiling, and panic struck. I said, oh, my God, I never put the two and the two things together. I'm supposed to be at that conference Friday night, and it's the Pinewood Derby. <laughs> no, and and there's have, nobody else that can cover for you, or do you plan on actually leaving and coming back? 
Well, I have my husband who will take my two boys, and they've been working on their cars now for over a month, and my six-year-old turns to me and goes, but mom, this is really important. How could you miss it? And I said, oh my gosh, Allie, I don't know what to do. I don't know if I should really have my husband sit there with a video camera and just explain to my son that, you know, this is a really important thing for mommy, or if I should leave Manhattan, come for the Pinewood Derby, and wake up at the crack of dawn Saturday and go back to the conference on Saturday morning. That is going to be your call, <laughs> but I will tell you there, there were. I'll, I'll tell you this: that there were other women at the conference that had to leave for whatever reason. I remember there were two women that made these amazing cupcakes, and they had just opened up a store, and they had to be up at the crack of dawn to actually open up their store and then come back to the conference again. Um, that was something that I didn't want to do, and I'll tell you that when those women did come, they looked. So tired. <laughs> so, so tired. Okay, that's they all I need it. to know. Yeah, no, they did it. They look. It's possible. I mean, women are incredible. The lengths that we are willing to go through. Um, it, it is really amazing, but. It, if it were me, I would say, no, no, no. I don't take very many weekends for myself. And this isn't, this isn't exactly vacation. I mean, it's boot camp. You are working hard. Um, so that's, I would take the weekend and say, this is, I don't do this often, and this is something that I have to do. And, I, and then you're going to sit down with the video portion <laughs> and the TV and the popcorn, and you're going to enjoy it all over again with your kids. Okay. Allie, that all sounds great, and I think you're convincing me that I will stay in the city, but can you imagine if one of my boys actually wins by, like, accident? <laughs> I would have a heart attack, and they would never let me live it down, you know, their whole life. But, um, yeah, this is, and I bring this whole conversation up because as mom entrepreneurs, we have our back up against the wall, and no matter how much we try to make everything work, we always come up with some tough decisions that we have to make. It's, there's no way around it. It's, it's absolutely that way, exactly what you said. There's tough decisions for us. But there's a lot of great things that come along with being a woman entrepreneur, and especially being a mom. There's, there's a whole new society out there. I'm sure you're completely aware of this, but there's a brand-new society with all new rules that, that are making it a lot easier for women like us to succeed. It's, it's been very exciting. Yeah, I'm so happy. So, Allie, before we get into the whole conversation about the conference, because I know you have one tip after another to share with us, I would love for you to tell us a little bit about what you do with this little parent stayed home and the whole entire movement that you're working on, which I am behind you 100%. Well, great. Thank you. Um, well, first it started off as Our Milk Money, which is my organization. And Our Milk Money is the largest parent-owned business directory in the world. Yay, me. And uh, really, what it, really what it is is, is it's, I wanted um, a search directory to find every business that I was ever looking for to buy any product that I normally spend my money on. I wanted to be sure that I gave my hard-earned dollars to a parent because I know how valuable that is, especially parents who have made the choice to stay home with their kids. It's not an easy choice to make, and I wanted to make it a little bit easier. So that's what our milk money is. This little parent stayed home, honored to be on TogiNet with you and everybody else, <laughs> love the station, uh, really just came about because I wanted to find a way to help people become the self-employed parents. 
Uh, there's still so many people that are out there in corporate America that want to come home, don't believe it's possible. They're aching to be home with their kids and to make those kind of uh, choices in their lives and to have those freedoms. And uh, that's what this little parent home is, uh, stays at home is about. And my goal is obviously, as you know, to bring home one million parents. That's amazing. And I'm sure, you, you know, how many followers? You have like a ton of followers, right, Allie? I mean, you are just doing an amazing job um, with your social media is just you are cream of the crop when it comes to that. And I'm not just saying that because I've had three, three of my last shows was all about social media. And I'll tell you, Allie, you've nailed it. And I think that um, you have a lot to teach us. So with that, we're going to take a really quick break and we're going to come back to talk to Allie LaPree. Um, from our Milk Money and this little parent stayed home. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Hi, everybody. This is Pete Dix of Beatles and Beyond. You're listening to George Harrison jamming in the background here as I'm preparing the next show for you. So why don't you listen to Beatles and Beyond with Pete Dix on this radio station. Get ready for The Athlete Within You with Mike Margolis on Toginet, Monday nights at 9, 8 Central, 6 Pacific. Do you know about the game within the game? You've heard about sports psychology, mental toughness, mental training, and preparation. Well, athletes from all over the country have been seeking out Mike Margolis for close to 35 years for his expertise in helping them live up to their potential. He's worked with athletes from professional football to elite-level figure skating and every sport in between. They've all sought his counsel and unique teaching style to learn about the game within the game or what sports psychology and mental training can do to help them become the athlete they want to be. Mike works one-on-one with athletes. He trains them, puts on seminars, and conducts workshops for coaches, athletes, and businesses. For more on Mike, his book, and the show, check out his website, theathletewithinyou.com. Then, come join us as we discover The Athlete Within You with Mike Margolis. Monday nights at 9, 8 Central, 6 Pacific on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Everyone, it's Josephine here, and I have Allie Laprete on the phone. So, um, Allie, I'm dying to talk about the conference. You know, I have to tell you, you know, the whole you have a lot to do with me going to this conference, and I want to thank you for that. And I'm going to make sure that Tori Johnson knows that as well. But the way I first found out about the conference was a couple of months ago. I just had this feeling that there are so many people here on Long Island that never venture into Manhattan. I know it sounds crazy, but 
it's perhaps they're just busy with their kids and their businesses that we're only an hour from that beautiful city, but lots of people just don't get there. So I was thinking, wow, wouldn't that be cool if I came up with a conference and held it here in, in Long Island? So I went online and I started to research just to see what kind of local conferences were out there. And all of a sudden, Spark and Hustle comes up and I said, oh, gosh, maybe I can't do it because that was exactly what I wanted to do. And Tori Johnson did it. So I printed out that sheet of paper and I put it in my the top of my desk drawer. Then when um, through our Google group, when I saw your email that you said you went to an amazing conference, I instantly knew without you even mentioning what the name of the conference was, I said to myself, I bet you any amount of money because I knew it was um, kicking off in LA and you live in, a, in the LA area. I said, you know what? I bet you it was a spark and hustle. And sure enough, it was. And I just felt the energy through your email, how amazing the conference was. And I, we sound like junkies, don't we, Allie? Uh, you know, what's so funny is, um, I don't know if you knew this, but um, one of my best friends is Shannon Penrod, who is another host on Toginet. She does everyday autism miracles. And I called her on the way home from the conference and I was crying and I was just so excited and I, and I called her up and I said, Shannon, we are, uh, I just had the, great, the greatest conference ever and we are going to be on the stage next year and if not, we're going to create our own. I was on, so, so the fact that you said that you were wanting to create your own, I swear to you, we need to, we need to create a TogiNet Women Power yeah. conference and just do the tour. We can start in LA, we can go to New York. I know that Marla Tabaka wants to do one in Chicago. Um, So there's just so many reasons for us. And we have, we really, you're going to be amazed when you go to the conference. You're going to be amazed at how much uh, can be accomplished when women who are excited and have tenacity and are encouraged by one another, you're going to be amazed at what they can accomplish. And I know that you're going to come home and I know the first call is going to (laughs) be one of us going, we have to do this. (laughs) I know. And Allie, you know what I'm disappointed about? I really wanted to be a speaker at the conference. I mean, I did too. the first time I saw it, I said, wow. But you know what? I don't know what my problem is. I just need somebody to come over and take a video of me. It's like I just can't get that video part done, you know, and I just need to do that. And I was thinking maybe when I see Tori, you know, I'll work on it. And I still want to be a speaker at that conference. And I know it's probably going to be really hard, but I love to get the reaction of other people, you know. Well, you know, what's amazing is that, and I remember thinking the same thing too, because I'm used to being the speaker at a lot of these events. Right. And let me tell you something, I went there and I watched these speakers and man, did I pick up on a lot. I watched them and went, that's why they're there. And that's why I'm not here. And it gave me oh, wow. something to aspire to because I'm a good speaker. I mean, I, let I, me tell you. I'm a good speaker, but these women were incredible. It wasn't just about speaking. Every single one of them had me riveted and had yeah. me actually taking action. So it wasn't just about being motivated. The thing is, we don't always need motivation. Maybe we need a little motivation, but for right. the most part, we are motivated. Look at what we're yeah. doing. We're accomplishing so much. So it's not about the motivation. It's about taking things to the bank and making them act, making them work for you. And that's really what it's about. So sit back for the first 
time. Next time. Maybe right. next year. Get <laughs> right. But this time. And there's going to be plenty of opportunity also for you to get on that stage. Everybody has their shining spotlight several times throughout the conference. You're not just sitting there. Um, you definitely are uh, participating and putting things into action. And also, when you come out of there, all of those things that you say that you have not actually done, that you've, you, know, you haven't put yourself on videotape, you haven't, all of those things, you're ready to do every single thing that you have been procrastinating on the moment that you walk out of there. It's amazing how much I have accomplished wow. since coming back from there. It's been more than a month and I'm still going. I'm still going, going, going. And one of the things that you also will do is that you will bond with other women who are going to form little mastermind groups with you. And you all hold each other accountable to your to-do list every single week. It's it's uh, it's like having a boss again. And I haven't had a boss wow. since I became my own boss. And uh, I actually like it. I like knowing that I have to report in and explain to people why I didn't write the next chapter of my book when I promised right. I would. <laughs> oh, that's great. I, I'm really excited. And I'll tell you, Allie, it's just a coincidence that a lot of those speakers were actually guests on Paying It Forward, which... Um, which is kind of exciting. So I'll probably get to meet a lot of them in person, which, you know, of course, Nell Merlino. Now, have you did have her on our show. I already, had her on right? last week. Isn't she amazing? Oh, love, love Nell. And the feeling that you had leaving Spark and Hustle last week is a feeling I had when I left the Count Me In organization conference. It's, I can't believe it. It's almost two years ago, a year and a half ago um, in Florida. And Allie, like you said, I never got so much more, so much accomplished right after that conference because you're so motivated. So I think that's great. And then um, I also had Sari Crevin on mm-hmm. and uh, she's Wonderful. a new product development. You know, she came out with um, a great new product and she, she's an amazing person. So that was a lot of fun. But anyway, so Allie, what I'd love to share with my listeners, let's talk about the real tips that you took away. What have I got to look forward to? What's gonna, um, what's really going to be the most striking thing that you took away from the conference that you can share with us? Oh, well, my goodness. Well, first of all, I wanted to start off with going back to the beginning of the show. You were talking about keeping a notebook. Um, and that was a good tip for me because I am all over the place. That's always been my problem. I have ideas pouring out of me faster than I can even write right. them down. And it's been really difficult for me. I, I feel disorganized all the time. And yes, there's there on, on some level, it's like, wow, she's just going, going, going all the time. But I don't always feel focused. And uh-huh. the, the notebook thing was something that I learned and it has been helping me. The other tip that I learned, which was has been huge for me, is that every Sunday night I have a date with myself <laughs> and, yeah, that's my, great. and my paper calendar. Uh-huh. And that is my time to write down on my calendar. And I go through with my, with my calendar on my computer and my calendar on my phone and make sure everything matches. But I sit down, make sure it's all written into the paper calendar. And the other thing is that I do not book myself um, less than a week out. So if people say that they want to meet with me or they want to talk with me, I don't really have time for those conversations and they may not have time. I need to make sure that it is a priority for both of us. So I only always book a week and ahead of time and I write it into my calendar on Sunday night. Um, it, it really keeps you focused on your schedule so you don't feel mm-hmm. all over the place. And I mean, how many times do we say, oh my, the week just got away from me. This way Absolutely, you're yeah. in charge of your week. Um, 
Allie, a note on that. So you keep a paper calendar. I think that's wonderful. I have to share with you probably the best calendar I have ever had in my entire life. Oh, I need one. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of Fly Lady. Fly Lady, she has a whole website. You could just Google it. It's www.flylady.com. And her name is Marla Silly, if I'm pronouncing it right, C-I-L-L-E-Y. She is an amazing person that has taught me personally so much. It has to do with keeping your house in order, establishing a routine so that you never be, you'll never be behind. So in other words, if you have a neighbor that wants to stop in, it's not that frantic like, oh my gosh, did I wipe down the bathroom or is my house presentable? She's taught me a lot. And what she has on her website is this amazing calendar. And I, what's so great about it is it's an oversized calendar that you just put everything on it, especially anything pertaining to the kids. I've got three little kids now, and they, three schools. I'm dealing with three different schools, if you can imagine, Allie. Oh. Pre- preschool, primary school, and elementary school. And it's really tough when there's so many events going on. So what's so great about this calendar? And, of course, three kids going to you know, different birthday parties. And then I've got my business stuff happening. And what it has in the back of it is like almost like a big envelope that you can stick all the invitations in and everything. So no matter what happens um, as far as scheduling something for the school, parent-teacher conferences, birthday parties, anything, it all goes on that one paper calendar. So I love the idea that you do that, and I think it's a great idea. I'm a very visual person. I have to see it. But what I, So that's my, my tip is to go to flylady.com, and her calendars are incredible. So. I am on it. I can't wait. No, I, <laughs> That is a great tip, and I'm so excited that you told me that because ha- I'm not even in love with the calendar that I use, to be honest. And that is yeah. something that I could really use. I have, t- I have two young kids, too. And, uh, yeah, managing your own schedule. I don't know how we're doing it, but we are. <laughs> I mean, we're managing our business. We have our radio shows. We're managing yeah. the house. We have our kids. We have our husbands. We have our friends. There's so much that we have packed into our lives. It's really – we owe it to ourselves to have the organization and to call yeah. the shop. We have to okay, be the boss. So, so I agree with you, Allie, but let's just go on uh, take another step. So having the paper calendar is great. The problem with the big paper calendar is, you know, we're out picking up the kids and we realize that we have a conference call that's happening back at the house or, you know, in the office. So what do you do once you do your paper calendar? Because I think this is like really important information. So from your paper calendar, is that where you go and you put it like – what what other like electronic calendar do you use? I use I use my iPhone. I put everything in there. It, okay. it syncs into my Mac. It took me a while to get into that, but okay. yes, I do do that. And because when I am out and about and I'm talking with other moms, and they say, "Hey, there's this little fundraiser. Can you be at it?" I want to be able to put it into my phone. But on Sunday okay. night is when I write it into my calendar, and I may not even refer back to it all the time. But let me tell you, just writing it in on Sunday night just kind of makes a mark in my head that I know to expect it. I know what to expect for the week. It helps me be in control for the week. It's just one little tip. And also, it's a huge uh, notebook, like I said. It's right next to my other paper calendar where I can jot down all of my ideas and then I can also put my ideas into the calendar when I'm going to execute them. So, 
you know, if I have a great idea for a new chapter of a book that I'm writing, I'm going uh-huh. to squeeze that in at some point during my week. And if I don't get to it, it's not the end of the world, but I'm more likely to get to it if I write it down and make time for that specific task. Yeah, I think you're so right. And Allie, the one thing that I am getting into the habit of doing is in the beginning of my day, and actually Nell Marlino, this was her tip. She said, try to think of the mandatory three things that you have to get done for the day. And no matter what happens, make sure you get those three things done. And um, it's all those baby steps that really lead to the big steps. So, well... I can't believe we're halfway through paying it forward. Okay, we'll be back shortly. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Girlfriended is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out Girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Christian work-at-home moms, here is your own show on toginet. It's CWAM, Christian Work-at-Home Moms, with Jill Hart and Diana Innan, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet. Um, I'd love to share with you just a little bit about how CWAM can help you, whether you are new to the work-at-home world and just starting out your search, or whether you've been working at home for a while and are looking to grow your business. Jill Hart is the founder of Christian Work-at-Home Moms, CWAM.com, and co-author of So You Want to Be a Work-at-Home Mom. Jill has worked from home from 2000 and started her home-based business to assist other Christians who desire to work from home while maintaining a godly life. And Diana Ennett with virtualwordpublishing.com. I really, truly want to see you succeed, want to share the joy that I have in being home with my kids and being able to build my own business. And she's ready to help you now. Christian Work at Home Moms with Jill Hart and Diana Ennett. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on Toginet.com. It's Josephine, and we have Allie Laprete on our show today, and Allie is a fellow host here on the TogiNet site, and um, Allie and I were talking during the break, and we were... um, Allie has some amazing tips on how to be a stay-at-home parent, so Allie, it's right back at you. (laughs) 
Well, you know, one of the things that we were just talking on break, and one of the things that I get so often from all of, and I, you know, through my coaching calls and through all the people that call in my radio, is that people say, I want to come home, I don't know how. Or the other dilemma is, I'm home, I need to start a business, I need to find some way to complement the family income, and I just, I don't have time. I'm so busy running my household and taking care of my kids, how am I supposed to run a business at the same time? And there are these three amazing tips that I've discovered over the past few years that are really going to make things a lot easier, so I wanted to share them with you. The first thing, and you really have to do all three of them because they all go hand in hand with with, uh, with each other. The first thing is that you have to su- support the self-employed parent movement that is going on. It's what I was talking about in the beginning. It's when you have something to buy. I don't care if it's shampoo. I don't care if you need uh, another set of utensils in your kitchen, you want to go and find a parent who is selling them. You can find it on Our Milk Money, but you can also look online. You can Google it. And it's just important that you know that you are contributing your hard-earned dollars to the mini economy that is self-employed parents. So, Allie, mm -hmm. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but so what this means is, let's say I am, um, you know, I have my daughter, even though she's only four years old, I have learned from the hairdresser that it is so important to use the best shampoo you can, even on the young kids, because if you don't and you buy a cheap shampoo, a lot of times the kids, their hair can break and it causes all the flyaway and all of that Well, then I would look and make sure whatever shampoo you are addicted to, whatever it is, I would look and see if a parent is selling it. Now, of course, if they're not, then go and buy the shampoo from wherever you can find it. But But I always look. Yeah. But what I can do, Allie, is go to your directory on your website and I can just, can, is there a search engine that I would use? You can search locally, you can search within your city, or you can search all over the internet. You can just put in your little keywords there, shampoo or hair hair products or whatever it is you want and you can look for it that way and sometimes it might even take a while I know for me I was addicted to Estee Lauder uh, mascara and I was determined to find another mascara that was comparable that I could purchase from a parent and I finally found it in Mary Kay but I was searching for a while because I knew that a bulk of my income was going to these products that were not supporting what was important to me and so if we all make an effort to to purchase, I believe that there's a parent out there somewhere that is selling everything that we need to buy. And that way, we're not we're not um, we're not supporting people by spending additional money. I mean, hello, we're in a recession. Right. We need to we need to condense, but we're still spending money. We're still uh, going grocery shopping. We still need to buy products. We, you know, they're buy local. All of those things are going to help your small community. The second tip is if you're in business for yourself. You want to do business with other parents. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't like non-parents. It doesn't mean that you don't want to make some exceptions. But the reason that you want to do business with other parents is because they're all operating under these universal rules about how to do business with one another. And it's much different than how it was in the corporate world. And let me tell you what I mean by that. If you're working for yourself and you're working and you have a conference call, let's use your old example of you're out and about and, oh, you're late to a conference call and you left your phone or whatever, it's okay. There's an, a universal understanding. If you get back to your conference call, if everyone on that conference call, their parents, they're all going to understand. Sorry, guys, I was a little bit late in getting back from my carpool. 
I'm here now. And it's much more understandable. You're not going to lose any kind of account because of that. Uh, And you can also say things like, will you excuse me for a moment? I have to go deal with my two-year-old who's being very disruptive on this phone call. There's a slower pace. You can email. You can get things out a lot closer. Uh, a lot slower and everybody understands there's there's less judgment we're all parents we all know that number one family comes first and number two business comes second we all operate under those principles and so there's less pressure for you to be competing and we're not competing against corporate america we've created our own little economy and our own little business world so that's why it's important to always work with other self-employed parents as much as possible and then the third you're so right ali i just want to throw in something here as far as you know having the family come first especially with people like you and me that we have young toddlers or young children now the idea is we don't what good is it if we've reached you know the height of our success while our our children are young and we've missed their whole childhood to me it's just that's not a price that I am willing to pay and it is my children come first and especially my children's education and me making sure that their homework is is on time and done properly and that they're well prepared for their tests for school. That is my number one priority over everything. And then, of course, we want our businesses to succeed, but, you know, it does come secondary. And it's not that we don't work hard on our businesses. It's just we work at different times, sometimes at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning if that's what it takes. But it is super important to be there for our kids because overall, Ali, I don't know about you, but I feel more at ease and I could be more creative and work harder if I know that my family's taken care of first. Absolutely. And you don't want to burn yourself out. A lot of people who try to do that, who try to work too hard. And also, you know, you've heard that it's not about the end result. It's about the journey. Well, this is your journey. And I think that all the time, too. There's times where I hear people saying, oh, don't make excuses. You need to work, 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 work. You know, well, the the bottom line is that I am a mother and my family does come first. And I don't want to miss anything. And when they are in school and when I'm not as busy, there's going to be empty nest syndrome. There's going to be more time of available to me when they're not at home all the time. And I'm going to take advantage of that. But right now, I'm taking advantage of the fact that they are home with me and I want to spend as much time with them as possible. And I want to grow them and I want to nurture them and I want to be their mom. The whole point of me staying at home and earning a a, a living from home is so that I can be with them. And we have to remember, we are the boss. Nobody else is telling you what to do. Nobody else is telling you when to schedule conference calls. Nobody else tells you what is appropriate and can you cancel and reschedule because something has come up nobody has told you that you can't take a sick day you are the boss and that is the wonderful thing about being a self-employed parent the third thing that I want to bring up and this one is so crucial it's so important and I am on everybody when I hear them break this rule Uh uh, is that the most important thing is to never ever apologize for being a mom 
or for your children. So uh, never. I mean, get I'm sorry out of your mouth. Get it out. You, you can say things like you can say things like, "Will you excuse me for a moment?" You can warn people. You're going to be sharing this conference call with my very loud two year old. I just wanted to be fair warning. <laughs> you can do all of those things, but I never want to hear anybody say, "I am so sorry. My son is just not letting me talk right now." Don't yeah. apologize because. Being a self-employed parent, being a work-at-home mom, that is to be respected. It's something to be proud of, and it's something that you need to command respect for. Yeah, Allie, I'm laughing because I have to tell you, it, it, this exact thing happened to me just last week. I had, of all things, a TV producer on the phone with me, and she was asking <laughs> me all of these questions, okay? And I thought... You know, we had missed each other's phone call. So when she called back, she literally called during the witching hour. And everybody who has little young ones know the witching hour is really between four and five before, you know, you're doing homework, you're cooking dinner, you're, this is like serious you know, the younger ones who haven't taken their nap are having a meltdown. You know, all that is happening during the witching hour. My phone rings. I see it's her. I was like, oh, gosh, I really shouldn't take this call, but we've been playing phone tag. Let me just take the call. I took the call. Well, my daughter is having a hissy fit that oh. she did not want me to peel the skin off the apple. She just wanted me to cut the apple and keep the skin on. And I was doing that while I was on the phone with her. And I have to say, I did apologize, Al. <laughs> well, and, and that is right when you, that is, I swear, that is the universe challenging you. You bite your lip. You do not apologize, even if it's the president of the United States. I don't care. You can, you can, you can show that you a little humility, but you do not want to show that you are apologetic. Um, believe yeah. me, I've been there a million times. It's always <laughs> that. It's always the one person, and it's always when they're acting up. It's it's awful. But I, I there is a way to handle it. You just take a step back and just say, it, "Can I call you back in two yeah. minutes while I deal with my daughter?" And I promise I will give you a call in just a couple of minutes. And I usually pay my five year old to be in charge and say, <laughs> "What do you have to do to entertain the two year old right now?" Right. Uh, or, you know, whatever whatever you have to do, but take a step back, don't panic, and above all, find other words besides, I'm so sorry. Do not say those words. No, I think you're so right. And you know what? The good thing is that the producer was a mom herself, so she really did understand. And she actually said, it's okay. If you need to take some time, you know, you can get back to me. And I was relieved that she did say that. But you're 100% right right you know going forward there's no apology here <laughs> right exactly I mean, and again i would i would have said to the producer thank you so much for understanding i do want to give you my full attention so let me give you a call back in just a couple of minutes right okay so those are three incredible tips and i'm so glad that you had shared them with us but i have to tell you i got a little heads up that uh maybe possibly marla tabaka will be um dialing in or calling in and marla we know Allie and I both know that you're listening to us right now. So please feel free to call in. We would love for you to join our last segment of Paying It Forward here. But Allie, with just one minute left, um, I think when we come back from our break, let's talk a little more about um, Spark and Hustle because you've got me all geared up for the show. And um, I can't wait to hear about more of the incredible tips that um, you've given. So 
just to wrap up before we go to our break, uh, the three tips that Allie had shared with us is, number one, support those self-employed um, parents out there. Number two, um, you know, don't be – what was number two, Allie? Number I have two is to always do, always do your best to do other business with other parents, first right. and foremost. And then the third one was never, ever apologize for being a mom. So those were amazing tips. I'm so happy. My notes, I couldn't read my whole, my own handwriting for tip number two. Sorry about that, Allie. But anyway, here we go. We'll be back very shortly with our last segment of Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Hi, everybody. This is Pete Six of Beatles and Beyond. Why don't we all come together and hear some of the tracks off the latest Beatles release on this radio station. Why don't you look up the schedules on this radio station and join me and Beatles listeners everywhere to hear the latest releases from the Beatles on Beatles and Beyond with Pete Dix. Parents, if you feel overloaded, overworked, underappreciated, and seriously stressed out, The Parents Plate is here to help you. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. It's time to build stronger families through parent empowerment. And that's what The Parents Plate does. The Parents Plate understands the busyness of life and balancing child rearing and other commitments. Brenda Nixon will be talking to noted experts and authors on all issues, from teething to teen driving. Brenda Nixon is a nationally recognized speaker to parents and child care professionals and author of the award-winning The Birth to Five book. From Fox 4 in Kansas City to schools and synagogues to businesses to bookstores, conferences to churches, audiences rave that Brenda engages, educates, and encourages. For more information on Brenda and her books, check out her website, brendanixon.com. The Parents Plate is loaded with information and affirmation. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. As we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. So, Allie, before I even get started with my last segment, can you please tell my listeners how they can get in touch with you in case they have any questions because... We're going to talk about what an amazing uh, social media guru you really are. So um, (laughs) just tell us how to get to your website and how my listeners can get in touch with you directly if they ever want to. 
Well, certainly. My website is OurMilkMoney.com. It's very simple. If you are a self-employed parent, it is free to list your business listing. You can go there and just put in a quick application. It takes about two minutes, and then we approve it within 24 hours, and you are listed. Bam, you're already in the Our Milk Money community and taking part of the movement. If you want to reach me, you can always reach me personally at Allie, A-L-L-Y, at OurMilkMoney.com. Um, and uh, it's so funny that you keep calling me a social media guru because I never <laughs> would consider myself that. But I will say that uh, I've always been fascinated with the internet and the power of it and how we're really literally connected to every, just about every person on the planet. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's very rare that you meet somebody that doesn't have an email or that doesn't, isn't right. on Facebook. It's, it's expected now. It's almost like having a cell phone. It's like, what? You don't have a cell phone? You know, there's, it's expected now for you to be online and to be tapped in virtually to everybody and some of my best friends are virtual and so it really um, it's always been quite a fascination with me and I know that it's been fascinating to lots of other people who are creating constant networks it can be really overwhelming it's very easy to get overwhelming with with social media and social networking or uh, you can really kind of fine tune it and focus in on it. One of the things that I did when I got started with Our Milk Money, I knew I mm-hmm. had a good idea, but I was really scared and, and it, it was the kind of thing that was keeping me up at night and I had this idea of creating a, a whole parent society of people that just bought from each other and I wanted to make sure that my idea wasn't just in my head and it wasn't completely bogus and so I crafted an email and I sent it out to my, my friends and my family. Everybody I could think of probably went out to about 100 people and I asked mm-hmm. them to forward the email to anyone who they thought might, uh, might want to be involved in it. And this was before I even built the directory. It was, wow. this, I'm going to build the directory, but I want to see if there's a need for this. If there is, please send people my way so that if I do build the directory, I can put them on it before I launch. I wanted to have a full directory by the time I launched. Oh, well, that's great. You, I uh-huh. had about 100 to 200, even on some days, 300 emails coming in from people across the country that I'd never met. My email had been forwarded on and on and on. Remember those email chains where <laughs> just forwarding and forwarding? Well, That's this was, great. This was four years ago, and I couldn't believe by the time I launched my, my directory three months later, I had 1,500 business listings. Wow. Okay. And that That's was the lot. beginning of me realizing the power of the internet and the power of getting people talking. And sometimes you go into places and you try and get people excited and you try and get them stirred up and they just don't bite. And then you just go, okay, well, let me try this forum over here. Let me try this. And you're going to learn a lot at Spark and Hustle. Let me tell you something. I didn't like Twitter before I went. I didn't understand it. It was just like being in a very loud room. It didn't make any sense. And I went, uh, first of all, we all walked out of there um, by the end of the conference with about 3,000 more more followers. Each of us. Because you will learn the power of Twitter, how to make it work for you, what's appropriate. You're also going to learn about Facebook, the power of that, how that's going to work for you. Uh, it's it's really incredible. So as far as social media, you can't ever learn too much and it just keeps going because it's always changing. Oh, that sounds so, so exciting. You know, Allie, you have me laughing here because as I'm listening to you, I'm trying to be creative. And you know, the room is going to be filled with hundreds of people at this conference. And I want Tori to know who I am and to remember me. And you know what I think I'm going to do? I am actually going to, I'm going to do that 30 second video. I keep saying I'm 
afraid to do. But I'm going to do it and I'm going to tweet it to her and just say, I'm looking forward to the conference. This is what I look like. <laughs> oh, she'll love so. it. But you know, it's interesting. I was the same way too. I went there with my goal was to get Tori Johnson's attention. That was my goal too. I wanted her attention. Right. I wanted to be put on Good Morning America. And you will learn very quickly the moment that you get there that it's not about that at all. I started uh, not caring about getting her attention by... Right by the first or second hour because there was so much amazing, valuable information to soak up. And I know that probably everybody felt the same way. Oh, and there so are funny. times that you're going to get her attention. There are times that you're going to get on that stage. And are you doing a pitch? Did you, are you going to a pitch room? Yeah. You know, funny enough, they had said that with this conference in New York, every single person going is going to have the opportunity to do a 30-second pitch. Perhaps that was a big thing that, that they realized from the L.A.? Did everybody get to do the L.A.? I don't know how it worked for everyone. I think that you had to write in if you wanted to pitch, and everybody got to do one pitch in one room. Some of us, there were about six of us that had to do two pitches, which I don't honestly think worked out very well. I was one of them that had to do two pitches. I had to pitch to the book panel, and then I had to go over and pitch to the social media panel. I think it was social media. And it didn't work out so well. I didn't want to leave the room that I was in. And um, I think that they're fine-tuning it as they go. Um, so that's probably how it's going to work, where everyone's going to get to pitch just one time to, to you know, I, I really don't know how it works. But the pitch is really where you stand up, and it's not just about getting Tori's attention. It's about getting the attention of all the other women in the room, because those are women that you are going to want to connect with. Oh, that sounds like a great, great idea. So, um, all right. Let's see. Allie, it looks like we have a caller here. Fantastic. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Good morning. Well, it looks like we have Blythe as our caller. Hi, Blythe. How are you? Great. I love your shows. You know what? You guys are just great. But I have a question for Allie. Oh, great. Okay. Hi, Blythe. It's so good to hear from you. What's your nice question? Nice to talk to you. What, I'm chomping at the bit. I wish I lived near New York. Boy, would I love to go to this conference. You'll have to share everything. I when you come back, what you learn. But my question is, because with social media, I'm getting, I'm doing a lot of things with social media. What do you think the number one important thing is if you were going to just do one thing? Well, it also depends on what it is your goal is. Is your goal to bring people to your site? Is your goal to bring people to your radio show? Um, it, you really need to lay out what your goals are because every social media venue does its own thing. And you, and you, you, can, t you can do all of them if you want, but you need to know what all of them specifically do for each purpose. Does that make sense? So what is it you're it, looking to do? You know what? No, it makes sense. And what I've found with the social media, because I am so big with it now, is people didn't know I was here. I have a, you know, I do workshops, I do consults, I have a book, I do lots of things. But nobody knew Blythe Littman was here. So my biggest thing was to get my name out and have people pass it around and, you know, get to know me. So that was my big okay. thing. Well, you know, you're right. First of all, I'm going to give I'm going to give you guys a really big tip and I can't even believe I'm giving this to you. This is a major <laughs> secret of mine. Are you ready for this? We're Are you ready, Allie? Okay. You're paying I, never, I haven't even told my people on my radio show this. <laughs> okay. Allie, you're paying it forward. Remember that. Here's <laughs> the big tip and I hope it doesn't come back to bite me, but here's the tip. On the internet, you can create any kind of facade that you want. You're not a fake person, but you can create what 
whatever you want people to see about you. You can even create other people talking about you. You can create your own buzz. You can create fake people with fake accounts talking about you. <laughs> That's that funny. is really yeah. good. Can you send us both the instructions? <laughs> well, my social media came without instructions <laughs> it works on several different accounts first of all we all do it together and but we're not doing it nearly enough we can all do it uh we can pay each other we can pay it forward just like josephine's show is about where i know that i'm going to talk about you and you're going to talk about me and you're going to talk about me and we're all going to make it very very simple for each other by saying hey guys i just wrote a blog will you just quickly go don't even read the whole blog just read the the crux of it and give me a quick comment. If we all commit to doing those kinds of things for each other, we're going to create buzz for ourselves. And so we're very lucky that we have that community that we can go to right now, the three of us. And there's more than just the three of us. So it's very important that you have that group of people that can help you and support you. And uh, I think Spark and Hustle has a name for it. It's like best best virtual friends or something like that, where those are your people that are going to go and and kick butt for you, really. But for those people out there, that don't have anyone, they haven't found their group yet, they haven't found that support system, create it yourself. Create two or three fake email addresses and have people go out there and have these fake people go out there and generate buzz for you. Talk about how much I love Blythe. I love everything that she stands for. And talk about, and and don't be modest. It's not the time to be modest. Talk about yourself the way you would love to hear somebody else talk about you. Oh, that's amazing, Allie. What great advice, huh, Blythe? <laughs> great advice. I'm sitting here taking notes. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, so Blythe, Blythe yes. you don't have to attend Spark and Hustle in New York. I, I think, uh, uh, are you in, you're in Arizona, right? In Arizona. Is there a teleseminar, maybe? Oh, you know what? The, well, they have, there's a tour across the country, so you're probably going to be able to to participate but let me tell you something it's going to come back again next year to los angeles and i may just have to drag you there with me <laughs> hey it's not far plane right away i'm ready exactly that well thank great, you Mel- i love both your shows you guys are great Aww. i'm going to go get ready for mine and have a wonderful wednesday thank you thanks, thanks for your advice take care bye-bye bye-bye so Blythe is amazing, isn't she? She follows me up, Allie. She's up next with TogiNet. So, um, so Allie, we only have a, um, a real short um, time left to our show. But tell us about um, the entrepreneurs, Allie. I forgot their name. Who You got the book from the show because I listened oh. to you. Yeah, who? It's right in front of me. It's called Use What You Have to Get What You Want by Jack Nadell. Uh, Incredible. Um, An older couple, so generous. I know that they're still giving scholarships out. And they they wrote this book, and it's just, it's it's like a Bible. It's something that you want to go back to. And it's amazing how incredibly uh, supportive they are, but also how it was, it was seriously written for, he's not a woman, but it was like he is, because he was, it was written for, uh, it applies so much to uh, for for moms that are staying at home that are trying to build a business, and it the the, fir- the the most important thing that I got out of this book is really that you want to create your own rules 
Again, you don't okay. want to be flustered. You want to take a deep breath and you want to run your day the way that you want to run it without anything else getting in your way. You have to be flexible as a mom. We all know that. You have to be flexible. You have to be on your toes. And so you have to establish when you work on your business, how much you're going to put into it, how much you're going to put into your family and the attention that you give to your kids. And this book really kind of helps you command that in your life. Wow. Amazing. Well, that's wonderful. Allie, thank you for sharing that book with us. You were full of tips. So I think we're coming up. I can't believe it's the end of Paying It Forward. But Allie LaPreet, thank you so much for being a special part and for paying so many tips forward on Paying It Forward this week. Thanks, Allie. My pleasure. I will talk with you soon. Okay. Have a great week, everyone. Until next week, um, thanks for being a part of Paying It Forward. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week, we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons learned,